Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, a certified financial planner and founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast. And also, subscribing to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Let the financial fun begin. Glad you joined us today. We talk a lot about debt on this show. And the reason why we do that is so often is the case. People get themselves in trouble, not with the sophisticated investment strategies and things like that. It's about the basic foundational stuff when it comes to financial planning. And debt is the enemy of growth. Ultimately, too much debt and really any debt at all in the long run is really going to be an enemy towards you building wealth. And so that's why we want to focus on debt and eliminate it and avoid it as much as possible. A couple of things. Number one, when it comes to debt, I think a lot of this is about building financial character. I don't know about you, but when I was in college, I found that when I went into get signed up and everything as a freshman and showed up on campus, there were all these tables around with credit card companies trying to advertise their stuff and trying to get you to sign up for their credit card and they would give you a free t-shirt and things like that. And of course, everybody was signing up. Oh, cool. Free t-shirt. Then of course, you know, people were signing up for credit cards. These are kids that are 18, 19 years old that have no business having credit cards at that point. Nonetheless, very easy to get. At the same time, student loans were being offered. And in a lot of cases, the student loans were being offered way above and beyond really what you know, I, I needed. In fact, I remember getting the offer letter. I applied for my FAFSA and everything and got it back. And it was like, holy cow, look at how much money they're offering me here. It was way more than I actually needed. And the reality is I could have taken the money and I had a lot of my peers actually did. A lot of them did take the full amount and then thought, oh, that's cool. I don't have to work in college, that sort of thing. And so I can just have it all paid for. Of course, that had to be paid back eventually. And you know, that's a big debate in society right now is what should happen to all the student loan debt. And personally, I, I worked my butt off in college not to have student loans. I borrowed just a little bit and I paid it off as quickly as I could. So that rubs me the wrong way a little bit that people may end up getting all of their student loans forgiven. But oh well. So I wanted to throw out a couple of things today in that when it comes to debt, I think a lot of it is building financial character and starting as early as possible, having some solid financial habits and really principles that are musts, both for us as individuals and for our families as well, to be teaching that to you know our, our kids, our grandkids, other people around us as well. I was lucky that my dad had drilled it into my head over and over that you should not owe money to anybody. In fact, I think he went a little bit far with that uh, <laughs> in that uh, I think my psyche is scarred by that at this point that don't owe money to anybody. Uh, you know, sometimes it can be useful, right? I mean, for very short-term situations, but in general, it's good to not have any debt. Uh, except for a mortgage, we do treat a mortgage a little bit differently just because it is the loan on an appreciating asset. It's something that you actually can use to be able to get a home much earlier. Most people would have to wait years and years and years to get into a home. And of course, renting is not a good long-term solution either financially. With that being said, uh, that's my qualifier 
is that we'll treat mortgage debt a little bit differently. That's a separate category and a separate discussion. Today, we're talking about everything else with regard to debt. So this could be credit cards, student loans, personal loans, lines of credit, personal loans to family, anything like that, any money that you owe to anybody. And today we're going to focus on avoiding three areas, three debt traps that people have gotten themselves stuck in. And it just makes it so much harder to get out over time. Debt trap number one is the trap of consolidation debt. This is very tempting because there are a lot of consolidation loans out there that are offered their whole companies that are really built around this whole concept to consolidate debt. The appeal is that, hey, we'll get it all together. We'll simplify it because you've got all these different debts. We'll put it all into one payment and you'll pay it off faster. The reality is, is they've done studies on this. And the reality is, is people don't pay it off faster necessarily because they'll end up going back, unfortunately, to a lot of the bad habits that may have led to them accumulating credit card debt and personal loans, all the other stuff. It just tends to accumulate. Again, that's not for me. That's from studies that show that on average, somebody who does debt consolidation actually ends up borrowing more money. Debt trap number two is the trap of focusing on the payment. The payment is very, very tempting to focus on simply because people might look at that and they're being tempted by the bank or the auto dealership or the RV company or whoever it is. And they're saying, well, you can afford this payment. You know, we'll pre-qualify you and look at your income. And, you know, of course, they're letting you borrow more money than probably is responsible. And then people wonder why they're so strapped for money once those payments actually end up starting. Of course, all kinds of fun stuff could be bought. We could buy jet skis and boats and RVs and cars and all kinds of things. But ultimately, just because we can afford the payment according to the bank or the finance company doesn't mean that we should actually do that. Doesn't mean that we should actually accumulate all of that because it really ends up being a monkey on our back over time. So don't focus on whether you can afford the payment and certainly don't focus on what somebody else says that you can afford for the payment. Debt trap number three is the trap of focusing on the interest rate. It can actually end up working both ways in that sometimes what we'll find is that people will borrow money that they don't need to borrow simply because the interest rate is low or even 0% in some cases. And so people may end up having money in the bank or can easily pay for it out of their cash flow, but they get caught by the allure of a low interest rate or even a 0% interest rate. I think this is a trap simply because... Really, when you're taking money and borrowing it, it's going to be a debit on your balance sheet. And I know, I I get it, that this sounds like a math problem. It really isn't. This is really about accumulating something that could end up becoming a problem over time. It's now a cash flow issue because now you have an obligation to make a payment each month. And if something bad were to happen down the road where you've got money that ends up using up your savings or other money that you could have used to pay that off, now you're still stuck with that payment. It's a cash flow issue. And it's also just a peace of mind issue that you don't have that debt. Now, I can work on the other end as well in that when it comes to the debt snowball technique, which we've covered on a separate episode, when it comes to the debt snowball, it really is about paying off your smallest debt first and then getting to the biggest one. 
oftentimes it's very tempting to look at the highest interest rate debt and try to pay that off first because, again, we think, well, this is a math problem, right? It makes sense to pay off the highest interest first. The reason why the debt snowball works is because you're paying off an entire debt much faster and now you're freeing up cash flow. Really, it all comes down to cash flow and income when it comes to financial planning, whether it be on the debt side or also on the wealth accumulation side. Why are we doing any of this? It's about being able to have a quality of life that we want and to have work be optional at some point, hopefully as soon as possible. That's what our, our goal is for our clients is to get them to the point where they're financially free as soon as possible. We have a lot of clients that continue to work well after the point that they're financially free, but that just means that work is by choice at that point. So don't get caught in either one of those traps on the interest rate, either getting caught in thinking that you have to pay off the interest rate that's highest first, even when it's a much larger debt, and it could take you much longer to pay that one off. This is really about knocking the smallest debt out first, getting rid of them as quickly as possible, and then taking that freed up cash flow to pile on or snowball onto the next debt. Keep that in mind. Uh, Again, be mindful of these three debt traps. Number one, consolidation. Consolidation typically does not work well. The odds just are not there. The odds are not in your favor that that's going to end up being a good outcome for you. Um, It's better to just buckle down, make your list of debts and start knocking out the smallest debt first. Number two, again, the trap of focusing on the payment and getting stuck in that fantasy of, oh, well, I can afford the payment because the banker or the finance company said that you could or that they would qualify you up until a certain amount. That also can lead to people overspending. Maybe you do need a new vehicle and you go to the car dealership and they say, oh, well, you can afford this much more expensive vehicle or you go to the RV company and you can get the much larger you know RV package or whatever it is, right? Um, so it's a important to think about that. And even when it comes to house shopping, which these days, of course, houses in most parts of the country have gotten much, much more expensive, but interest rates are very low. And of course, the mortgage company is going to say, oh, well, you can afford a payment up to this amount. And that might actually be way more house than what you were planning on buying in the first place. And again, the third debt trap is the trap of focusing on the interest rate and thinking that, hey, I should borrow money just because it's so cheap or because it makes sense. You're much better off just paying it off as fast as possible If at all possible, don't borrow money in the first place, except for the mortgage. And if you do have debts, this is the fastest way to eliminate it. Avoid these three debt traps and you will be out of it as soon as possible. And of course, the younger that you are, the earlier on in life that you are when you have these lessons. So please pass this on to other people that you know that uh, might be starting out or younger, the better off you'll be because you won't have to dig out of the hole. You won't have to free yourself from the trap of being in debt. It just feels a lot better. Better. I think it's good for your financial soul in a lot of ways. Uh, you just sleep better at night. I know that from myself. I know that from working with thousands of people over the years, thousands of conversations anyway, with people that have gotten their stuff paid off. It just feels good to have no debt. So with that in mind, I hope that was helpful for today. Please pass this on to anybody that you'd find it helpful for. And that could be uh, somebody who's just starting out. It could be somebody who's much further along down the path. This is about learning from each other and learning from wisdom. We're seeking us after wisdom simply because that's the wisest thing that we can do. King Solomon actually wrote that in the book of Proverbs. He said that 
Seeking wisdom is the wisest thing that you can do. And that's what we're doing here on the Wiser Financial Advisor. If you'd like to support the show, please click subscribe either on Apple or Spotify or whatever your favorite podcast service is. And otherwise, just share the show, share the show, share the link and any of these episodes that would be helpful. Pass those on and let us know if there's any topic that you'd like us to hit in the future. I hope all is well. I hope you have a great week and God bless. The opinions voiced in the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with host Josh Nelson are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services offered through Keystone Financial Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor.